Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Dear Heart Ministries. This week, we've been reading about Fortress, and we are excited to dive into our final session talking about God as our fortress. Now, before we begin, I want you to know that Fred is here with me. He's going to be reading our Bible passage in a minute, but we also have Wallace, our cat, here right with us. So if you hear him meowing, that is just a special extra treat that you get for listening to our podcast today. So let's dive on in and listen to our scripture. Lamentations chapter 3, verses 16 to 24. He ground my teeth with gravel and made me cower in the dust. I have been deprived of peace. I have forgotten what prosperity is. Then I thought, my future is lost, as well as my hope from the Lord. Remember my affliction and my homelessness, the wormwood and the poison. I continually remember them and have become depressed. Yet I call this to mind, and therefore I have hope, Because of the Lord's faithful love, we do not perish, for his mercies never end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will put my hope in him. Today's message ends with the idea of hope, but man, there's a lot of heartache to walk through before you get to that word. You know, today I like that. It feels relatable. Let me explain. Every New Year's, I pray and seek God's face as I choose a new word for the new year. Some years, God gives me a clear word, something like faithfulness or growth. Other years, I choose a word that fits the direction I see him leading. See, this year, 2021, he gave a word very clearly to me. And that word was hope. Oh, I fought him on it. God isn't fragile. He can handle my questions and my pushback. Now, you have to know I'm always willing to obey. I just want some clarification. And God always has room for that. Well, God stood his ground and so I willingly obeyed. Hope was my word for this year. When he gave me that word, it seemed unrealistic and unobtainable. I have to admit, I laughed bitterly, like Sarah, when she was told she would be pregnant. You see, when God gave me that word, my marriage, many church relationships, several family relationships, and our financial security were all in peril. I was in the midst of the worst trauma I had ever experienced. And in that dark place, God spoke hope into my story and invited me to claim it, even though it seemed absurd. It is my testimony that God helped me choose hope when the darkness was at its worst and the uncertainty seemed to choke and blind me. He helped me choose hope as we wrestled and worked to restore our marriage. And he has helped me choose hope again as we walk through our second miscarriage. Some days it has felt like I've been given wormwood and poison while others around me are just flourishing and full but I think that's a lie. In fact, you know what? I know it's a lie. Everyone's been given their burdens and pain. Everyone has a portion of wormwood and poison. Dear heart, I grieve that. And I know God grieves it too. 
He delights in our wholeness. He longs for the brokenness to be ended and for death to be destroyed. He sings songs of redemption, life, and hope into us. And while he allows brokenness to be woven into our lives, he also pours endless comfort, mercy, faithful love into us. And he promises that the brokenness will be redeemed. He promises that our pain isn't empty. Joseph's story is a testament to that. You planned evil against me, he said to his brothers, but God planned it for good to bring about the present result, the survival of many people. Dear heart, your grief and your pain isn't forgotten, and it isn't worthless. It is seen and it matters. It is shared by God himself. In our worst moments, God is with us. And that's how I have found hope. God is my portion. Like the author of Lamentation said, God is my portion. My hope isn't in a perfect marriage or in children. I long for those things. I long for a healthy marriage and living children. But that's not where my hope is. My hope rests in the persons of God, my Father, Jesus, my Savior, the Spirit, my friend. My hope rests in the saving act on the cross and the future hope I have in heaven. My hope rests in my relationship with God. He alone is my fortress. It is my prayer that you will find your full and unending hope in him as well. And he will be your only fortress in the midst of uncertainty and pain because he's the only one who can. He's the only one that is able to fight for you, support you, comfort you, and protect you, and be with you always. Let's pray. Father, I praise you for your faithfulness in the midst of our sorrow and darkness. I praise you that you don't abandon us. Even if it feels that way, you don't. You are constant and you are loving towards us, pouring out your kindness towards us even in our worst moments. God, help us to remember your goodness in the pit when we can see no light at all. Help us to remember your goodness, Father. Amen. All right, let's end with a challenge tonight or today. God has called me to hope. That's my word, hope. And so I follow where he leads, even when it seems laughable or unlikely. But what is God calling you into? It may seem ridiculous or unlikely, but dear heart, I encourage you to jump in with both feet into the calling he has for you. He's trustworthy. Act with faith. Live with faith. Jump in with both feet into where he's leading you. And talk to someone about where God is nudging you. To God be the glory.